Hello, everyone, and welcome to this segment of That's Fair Podcasting. Today's episode of That's Fair Podcasting is brought to you by Perry's Power Sports, Tan Perfection, and Sugar and Ice. Perry's Power Sports. The Perry's have served Grand Junction and the surrounding communities since 1992. Perry's Power Sports offers a large inventory of new and pre-owned outdoor power sports equipment, ranging from Articats to ATVs, dirt bikes to street bikes to off-road buggies and other power equipment. Their large warehouse showroom also provides a wide selection of accessories to go along with your dirt, snow, and street fun. So stop by Perry's Power Sports at 555-25 Road in Grand Junction or give them a call at 970-243-7730. For outdoor fun, Perry's Power Sports is number one. That's 555 25 Road in Grand Junction or call them at 970-243-7730. Tan Perfection. Tan Perfection has been providing the Grand Valley with their tanning needs for over 30 years. And I'm proud to say that we have been a customer of theirs for the last 16 of those years. Tan Perfection offers the best in UVB and UVA tanning as well as spray tanning. Whether you are needing a quick tan for that special occasion or you are building a beautiful tan to last all year round, Tan Perfection has the tan for you. The VersaPro Heated Sunless Pro Series gives you that perfect sunless tan or go for some UVB and UVA rays with their wide selection of tanning beds and pods. Stop in and see Lewis or Andy at 1340 North Avenue in Grand Junction or call them at 970-245-8266. Look great and feel amazing at Tan Perfection, 1340 North Avenue in Grand Junction, or call them, 970-245-8266. Sugar and Ice. Sugar and Ice has become our favorite coffee shop, frequenting them every Saturday. With deals going on every day of the week, Sugar and Ice offers a large variety of hot or cold brewed and iced coffees, as well as ciders, hot cocoa, Italian sodas, smoothies, and blenders. You can have a little fun by adding boba to any drink. Hang out and try their breakfast sandwiches or a yummy breakfast burrito or try a panini instead. Maybe head in for their massive yogurt bar or an ice cream float. Whether you need a coffee boost, food in your belly, or just a sweet treat, stop in to Sugar and Ice on the Mesa University campus at 950 North Avenue or call in an order for pickup at 970-424-5041. That address is 950 North Avenue, or call them at 970-424-5041. Handing you off to Matt, Ashton, Jesse, for this episode of That's Fair Podcasting. Hi there, dudes and dudettes. This is episode number six of That's Fair Podcasting. I'm your host, Jesse. Matt and Ashton. And today we're going to do our episode on Disney. Hell yeah. That's what's up. How long has she been waiting to do this one? A while. I know you're excited. Well, I just, I'm not a big Disney fan. I mean, no. I know, imagine that. But I know Jesse is, and, and that was kind of the point was to let her pick the topic. And I think we ultimately found out some very interesting shit about it. And I'm. Um, I think I speak for you, too, when I say that we're glad that she actually found this as a topic, you know? Yeah, I, to be completely honest, I I didn't think we'd be able to dig up anything really interesting, but there's some pretty funky shit going on there with the old Disney. Especially when you say dig up, yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. But I guess before we get into the dark side of the divorce <laughs> of Disney, um, to you, Jesse, when I want to ask, though, 
because um, I know we were discussing it earlier. You, you know, you have a certain amount of years that you had your favorite Disney movies, and which ones stick out the most? Well, 19 kind of starts with 1985. There's one really in 1977, which is The Rescuers, that I really liked. But starts mostly in 1985 to like about 2009, 2010 maybe. Those are just all of my favorite Disney movies. I'm a big Disney movie fan and I cannot pick a favorite. But the ones that, you know, kind of got me started on it, of course, because I was born in the 90s. Little Fuck Mermaid and yeah. <laughs> The Little Mermaid and The Lion King for sure. Mulan is another one I absolutely love too. <laughs> I'm sorry I'm laughing here's me. I'm not a Disney fan, but when you say those, I'm already picking my favorite characters of each movie because when you said Mulan, I'm like, dude, Mushu is the shit. Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Yep. Yes. He I'm plays to see how such many- a great Mushu. But like yeah. the new one, the uh what is it like the live action you know because they recreate them and they yeah, do the live I'm actions i am not either mulan actually i did watch it and it was pretty good but i was super duper upset when they didn't have mushu in it yeah i was very That's upset just weird they just you know it's because it's a live action i guess they like they changed the story completely yeah and it just i don't know because there's nothing like cgi or anything like that out there so right they would have had no chance at making a. I i mean it's know. amazing how dead people can still appear in movies too but cgi i guess isn't a thing right I we mean, can we can make will smith you know 30 years younger but making a dragon no nah. when disney's not known to do that at all like you know bringing carrie fisher back as princess leia and yep. never the rise been. of skywalker even though she's long dead that's not never been done before <laughs> no i uh mushu though mushu cracked me up especially when they were in that wagon full of explosives and he sneezes and he points at that what is that little other thing he was pointing out the like cricket cricket yeah like how the fuck is a cricket gonna light that shit up that was hysterical <laughs> eddie murphy though is the shit is yeah. shrek owned by disney um shrek is dream dreamworks oh li- listen to her right isn't isn't dreamworks a like a off thing for Disney though. Is it a subletter? I know. Disney? I know Pixar is. I'm I don't not think DreamWorks. Sure I don't think DreamWorks is owned by Disney. Though, I don't think it? so either. That'd be a shocker because I mean they own you know, Marvel and all that other stuff. So. Yeah, they like they and Pixar. They put, Pixar is they put them? stock in like seventy five percent of my soul recently, right. so they own just about <laughs> everything. Marvel and everything. Twentieth Century Fox. Yeah, they own everything. I mean, they own us. I love Disney. Like I don't, I don't love Disney. I just love the movies of my right. childhood, you know. And yeah. I can literally say them word for word. I know every single Disney song. I I have Disney on my Pandora, and I will play that shit sometimes. And I'll jam out to <laughs> "Under the Sea" by you Under know, the Sea. <laughs> the just jamming out, doing some dishes. Under the Sea. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Raising the roof with that shit. I have a Disney song on my uh, in my rotation by Phil Collins from Tarzan. And you'll be in my, my heart. heart. That's a good tune. Phil it really Collins is. is the shit yeah, on that. Is. Tarzan's definitely one of the top yeah. ones too, for sure. Phil Collins put in a lot of work on that movie. That was awesome. Did you hear I the loved it. Did you hear the conspiracy theory behind Tarzan? Uh-uh. The, the Disney's Tarzan? Oh, about Frozen? Yeah! Yes! Okay, so Frozen, uh, Tarzan is supposed to be El- Elsa and, and Anna's, Anna's brother. Right. Because, because their parents got lost at sea. Right. Hmm. And it was like King Agnar and Queen Aduna, mm-hmm. right? And uh, they uh, 
they're like, well, what if they actually survived? And then, of course, they go to the island and eventually, like, this couple from the shipwreck, right? And they find a treehouse and the, the rumor was she was pregnant and hence comes Tarzan. Yep. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought that was actually really neat. And I think they should do a movie to tie them in together, honestly. I think that would be kind of cool. Well, Disney owns the rights. They can pretty much do it. I mean, right. <clears throat> But Even though, like, it's probably, I don't know, originals are always the best. I just don't really like, I know, like, they did back in the day, so, like, Bambi. It's first Bambi was 1942, and they redid it in, like, what was it, like, 2000? Bambi goes back to 42? Yeah, the first Bambi was made in 42. I think one of Walt Disney's first characters was in, like, the 1930s or something like that. Alice well, in Wonderland was one of the... His very first character was Mickey Mouse, though. Actually, yes, absolutely, yeah. Mickey it, Mouse was the very first. It wasn't. No? Okay, Mm-mm. I'm Googling. No, yeah, go for it. Yeah, I swear to God. Because he did his first live, like a live cartoon action thing with Mickey Mouse. Um, and he was like doing this weird dance. And it just like went fucking nuts or something. Way well, better. I guess that wouldn't be like an actual movie, though. Yeah, no, the first character wasn't a... Uh, a mouse. It was a rabbit. I'm pretty sure. Well, the first yeah. movie is Snow White and the Seven Dwarves in 1937. I could have swore that I, I watched like something that his first, first character, character was Mickey I'm gonna, Mouse. I'm gonna do first. Well, yeah, the first. Let me see. First the, character. The first movie wasn't Snow but, White either. No, the first character actually is Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. Oh, well, look at you. Hey. He doesn't like Disney, but you should have a lot of fucking useless knowledge. I mean, of it. but that was 1928, and it was. Well, it's been long because Mickey Mouse's for original name wasn't Mickey Mouse either. Actually, it was something different. It started with an M, but his wife actually told him that it wasn't a very catchy name. Oh, it was like no, you're right. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Oh. Um, I can't think of it, but no, I did that one day on trivia. Let's see if I can huh. remember. Shit. I don't know. I think that um. The, yeah, the, Mortimer. Yeah, it yeah. did start with an M. Yeah. Yeah, that was the original name, and his, like I said, his wife Lillian persuaded him to change it because she said, she actually said it's too nasally. Mortimer. Yeah. She said that's just so nasally. Something that she said it should be something more that kind of just flows. He should have slapped the shit out of her. Because if you, <laughs> if you, yeah, let's let's. No. Yeah. That was a joke. Jesus. Yeah, better clarify that, buddy. <laughs> right. I was kidding. There is no domestic violence. Yeah, because um, if you think about it, the <clears throat> Mortimer Mortimer Mouse Club. I mean, that sounds awful. The Mickey Mouse Club sounds great. The Mortimer Mouse Club just sounds like a tongue but, but Mickey's such a wimpy name. Like, it is but for it's... a guy. If your name's Mickey, I mean, you're just like look at some of the famous people named Mickey. Mickey Rooney. Well, you're like who? Mickey exactly. Rourke. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying. Well, we could call you Maddie though. Yeah, that would good. That I would prefer good. Matilda. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Matilda is a great movie too, by the way. I love that. Is that Disney too? No. I have no clue. Um, I was just going to say though, um, people are like, what the fuck are we listening to right now? But I will say this, um, and I know I talked about this to you guys recently too, about when we were going to do this. Anybody traumatized by Disney movies as a kid because of all the death you're thrown in your face at such an early age? <clears throat> not Definitely really. made me sad, but like not really traumatized. I kind of, I like to... I feel like the originals were a little more um, like straightforward and not so. Um... Well, I mean, Bambi was obviously as subtle as a gun, right? Literally, yeah. 
I mean, but I'm just saying though, because you're you're thrown into into death so soon, and like I told you guys, the as as a kid, your cerebral development isn't fully developed, obviously. So you're going to take that in mentally in a different state of mind than you would as an adult when you watch him now. Yeah, they don't have the same impact as you, they do as a kid because you're so impressionable back, you know, when you're a kid. And you're so much more apt to believe everything you watch as a kid. Am I right? I mean, who yep. didn't literally believe in everything? You watch a show on UFOs or... And I'm not saying it's not real, but I'm just saying you knew at a young age all that shit was real. Right. Well, it's like I was telling you earlier about like the Bambi syndrome or whatever. Right. It's like people just can't accept the fact, you know... I guess it's an objection against the killing of animals that are perceived as cute or adorable, such as a deer, while there may be little or no objection. Yeah, so people, but it makes so much sense though because you're like your first thought is it's too cute to kill, right? Or it's too defenseless. I mean, anybody that does anything to an animal, aside from hunting, I can't diss on hunters. Right. I won't diss on hunters. That is their thing, and it, it is what it is. But like, I don't like people getting. And I know I'm drifting a little bit, but when it comes to animals, don't purchase a dog or a cat if you can't take care of it. Absolutely. You know what I mean? See, but that's not what I thought when I first saw Bambi. Like, right. when I first saw Bambi, I wasn't really thinking of, like, oh, the cute... Which, I'm all about animals. Don't get me wrong. I would rather see a human die than an animal die. But when I first saw Bambi, my first thought was, oh, my God, like, that poor baby, like, its mom just died. Mm-hmm. It just lost its mom. I wasn't thinking really about a deer or anything. I was like... Right. That poor baby just lost its mom. But it's so, in a way, subliminally, it is anti-hunter. Yeah. And I'm not anti-hunter. I don't hunt. I won't lie. But I'm not anti-hunter either. Right. You well, if you mean? put it into perspective, it's a lot more natural. You know, if you go and you go out hunting and you shoot a deer, you know. Yeah. At least it got to run free, live freely, do what it wants. It's a, a lot better than like how they raise. Oh, like in, in captivity. Yeah. Right. You know how they have these slaughterhouses where they're. Yeah. <laughs> raised in, you know, captivity, and so if you put it into perspective, hunting's a lot more fair for the animal. Right. It had a, it had a it good is. run, you know. <laughs> Sorry, I fucked you up. You, you, you did I mean, good, old boy. <laughs> but like the Lion King says, you know, it's the circle of life. The circle of life. <laughs> life. <laughs> Throw a little creed in there. Yeah, he had, had to butch it with some the 90s. The circle of life. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, my favorite movie was A Bug's Life. And that is uh, not only Disney, but it's Pixar. Yeah. Right. And, that movie for me was always. I mean, I could watch that tonight and still enjoy. Isn't that every that little? Minute. Didn't that that like that young teenage aunt? Yeah, like yeah. His aunt. Yeah, and he right. goes and uh, gets help for the. Was he? Is it weird that that character was such a pussy though? Well, he's, I mean, he's a worker he, ant, so he's obviously. meant to be perceived as that. Yes, well, but he, you know, he's a hero in the end. Well, yeah, like Luke Skywalker. Well, that's was. The, that it's was like the, the kind of the, the cool part about it though, because he wasn't fitting in. He's the underdog. With yeah, society. Yeah. <laughs> He goes Billy Madison, nice drop. Yeah, he wasn't Flick was his name. Flick wasn't fitting into mm-hmm. society. society. And you know, he kept fucking shit up around the anthill, so they're like basically like they sent him out and were like, Hey, why don't you go venture out and find some bigger bugs to help us? Do you ever notice though that these other co- movie companies when Disney'll drop a certain movie, like a bug's life, and then there'll be a, a Sylvester hey, yo, you know Sylvester Stallone, you know. He uh, he they he stars in one called Ants. That you know one was I mean? that one was awful compared well, yeah, to but Bugs Life. They're always trying to like I think rip off like Disney ideas. Independent companies well, are like, well, the Bugs Life did good, so let's do this movie called Ants. Yeah, yeah, well, I think Ants came out before Bugs Life. Did it? Mm-hmm. 
Google. Uh, I it no up, Jesse, but that's a great movie. You might be right. If you look at the cast, too, that cast back then was popping, dude. In Ants? No, no. Or in no. Bugs Life. I, I thought Ants was horrible, but in A Bugs Life. Actually, they came out in the same year. Ah. Ooh. little competition. Not really. Yeah, they, it's they, Disney. They, Who's going to compete with them? <laughs> right. Because, no, they had Kevin Spacey, Dave Foley, um, David Hyde Pierce from Frasier. Sure. Joel, That's in a bug's life. Louis Dreyfus from Seinfeld. I mean, oh, they yeah. had a good cast. Dennis Leary. Oh, yeah. Dennis Leary. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that had a pretty good cast. It's ringing some bells. I just, I don't know. I, uh, I, I think the ones that really stuck out with me, you guys, is the first Toy Story will probably be my favorite of all time. Of all time. Toy Story right. is legit. Yes. I mean, it's... I mean... Because who was that? Tim Allen? and Yeah. Tom Hanks. Buzz, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. I mean, those two right there. Yeah. And, and it's Buzz Lightyear when he's like... Uh, He's like, I'm setting my laser from stun to kill. You know, and he's circling him like he's really fucking him up, right? And all the other toys are like, what the fuck? And, and what is real life about Disney is they'll bring real life situations in. So clearly, Buzz Lightyear had a com- like a, some kind of complexion right. because he couldn't get over the fact that he wasn't legit real. Right. right? Yeah, he didn't want to accept the... F- well, he didn't know that he was a toy. Right. He thought he was literally sent oh, from yeah, no, outer he, space. Exactly. Yeah. That's to what, infinity and beyond. You know, and they're all like, okay. You need to calm the fuck down, <laughs> bro. You're plastic. You know, right. Oh, that was such a good movie, though. It is, for sure. Oh, I love those movies. But it's like, to me, the the hardest one for me as a kid was Dumbo. Because like I told you guys, I picked Bruce Lee. My sister Lisa picks Dumbo. And I'm sitting there, and like I told you, I I would sit there and watch it going, this is the dumbest shit. And literally 10 minutes into it, I'm sucked in. And then, like I said, when when they're taking Dumbo to go see his mother, and they play that sad song, Hush Little don't you cry or something. Hush, little Dumbo, don't you cry. No, I don't think that was it. No. Hush, little baby no. elephant, don't you cry. No, he fucked that all up. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It was not that Apparently, that at was, all. Dumbo was one of the shortest films that Disney actually put out. Really? I think it was like 52 minutes. Something really? Like, yeah. I, I never paid it as a kid. You know, time well, has no... And I guess some of the um, people that were working on it had told... Walt Disney that he needed to um, drag it out a little bit and make it a little longer and I guess he was like there's only so much that you can do for a, a story once you start to try and drag right. it out people are gonna they'll know you're kind of just dragging it along yeah but, 64 minutes by the way well Ooh. still that was yeah just over an hour that's crazy though. Right. it's like a episode of a television show what was the mouse's name in Dumbo I love that little guy He's like, because that stork is, or that bird, whatever, is taking a toke on his cigar and goes, listen here, brother rat. And he goes, brother rat, I ain't your brother and ain't no rat. You know, he's ain't no rat, man. Timothy. Uh, Yes, I love that little bastard. He was my favorite in Dumbo. Yeah? Uh, Yeah, I don't know why. I only watched Dumbo about once and it made me sad, so I didn't really. Yeah, that one's kind of trippy. Yeah. It was almost like Alice in Wonderland. It was just weird. Alice in Wonderland is freaking crazy though because like the very first one it's it's insane how it just how it got how it uh what is it recorded or produced I've never I've never seen that one well it's just like like an acid trip <laughs> it's just so weird and unexpected and there's some just so much funky shit that happens it was Wonder- 1903 was, was was Alice in like the very very first Alice in Wonderland was nineteen oh three. How do how do stories like this though stand such a but test of time? Right. That one was like only ten minutes. Like, let's see here. And the That's way, they, way back. Let's 
I don't know. I uh, while you're looking it up, I'll say, um, I didn't. Uh, I didn't. I, I never really fell into the whole Disney thing like a lot of the other kids. Though is like, and then I found out that Disney decided to buy out my childhood franchise of Star Wars, and and take... they're doing a great job. <laughs> oh, shut up! Shut the fuck no. up. Aside from, I think it's Rogue One. Disney. I wish they wouldn't have bought out Star Wars. Lucas should not have sold Star Wars because Disney is destroying the Star Wars saga. The last, I mean, you know, you had The Force Awakens, The Last Jedi, which should never have seen the light of day. The Last Jedi was fucking horrible. And then they closed it out solidly with The Rise of Skywalker. But Disney has no business just, they did that solo, that movie solo about Han Solo. Just stay the fuck away from Star Wars. I was going to say, we might have to have a separate segment on star wars because i'm sure some star wars fans out there listening right now are going what the fuck well no but you know real warsies they're like yeah disney should not have gotten their claws i'm not saying disney doesn't have the creative level to make a saga of their own but to do what george i mean they're, they're not on the same level with george lucas when it comes to star wars i'm sorry the man was a genius i i mean i i well maybe we should get the listeners opinions well i mean maybe yeah. i gotta throw the old email out there and yeah. Have them give us some feedback. I could. It is That's Fair Podcasting at Outlook.com or hit us up on Facebook at That's Fair Podcasting because I would like some Star Wars fans to give us your thought on Disney and their take on Star Wars. They're creative, but they're not on the, the same level as George Lucas. Disney right. Disney is wicked creative in their own rights. Mm-hmm. To like, so it's like, what do they say that? What is that term? Stay in your lane? Yeah. That's that. I mean, I wish Lucas wouldn't have sold Star Wars because... That's me and my cousin Sebastian's childhood right there. Just right. rolled into a, a series of movies. Yeah, depending on the feedback we get, we might have to just do a segment on some Star Wars. Exactly. One more time, that is That's Fair Podcasting at Outlook.com or hit us up on Facebook. Message us on our Facebook, That's Fair Podcasting page because we'd like to you know your feedback on Star Wars and your, your thoughts on Disney with it. But I am so sorry, Jesse, that I kind of have been running away from this Disney topic. So. No, you're fine. I mean, it's still part of it. I have no worries. Right. I just, you know... But, I mean, like, did you ever, like, when, to get back on the original subject, though, when it comes to, did you, how often did you dress for Halloween? Did you ever dress for Halloween in any of the Disney characters? I did not. I'm just going to throw that out there, but. No, not really. Um, should have been into Halloween. I, Halloween, I love it, but I should have been more into dressing up when I was younger. Basically, every year for Halloween, I was just a witch. Focus, right. pocus. Fuck. Disney. Ashton. Yes. Thank you for that. <laughs> that's your is that your shit right there, Hocus Pocus? Dude, I've watched that movie every year. No, that's cool. Since since I can remember. Dude, it's a favorite. Every to. every October, Hocus Pocus. We yeah. have that on DVD. Mm-hmm. Yep, every year. Every year since I was probably like eight years old. I've... And also The Nightmare Before Christmas too. Uh, and I promised I'd watch that yeah. with you. Um but didn't they uh, did they do a sequel to Hocus Pocus or I, I think I heard that they were planning on one. They were planning I hope they to, don't. They were planning on uh, redoing it, I thought. It's going to be so bad. Yeah, yeah don't reboot yeah. originals. Because it's just so good, just the storyline and everything. I think so, too. All of the characters were just yeah. so perfect. Especially those bullies. Hollywood! Yeah. <laughs> the only good reboot I ever saw was Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and that had so much heart and passion. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah. What had Jessica Bill? So that was that to look at. That's fair. <laughs> Thank you. That is fair. <laughs> That's fucking fair. But like, so it was like, but Hocus Pocus, what is that? Like, is that 88, 89, 90, something like that? 93. Just, oh, sh- I am so, wow, well, it's Disney. I don't know. I won't lie. 
But you, um... Because, yeah, it was, what, Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, and I think that might... Kathy? Uh, I don't know how to pronounce her last Najimi. name. Yeah. I don't know if she did a whole whole lot after that one. She I do know did. that that was actually yeah. filmed in Salem, though, where the actual witch trials took place. And Vanessa yeah. Shaw. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who Bette that is. Midler and um, Sarah Jessica Parker, though, I'm just gonna say, and even Kathy, too, they all did a fucking fantabulous job with the three witches. Yeah. I right. just thought every... It's just... That's my just favorite. Just a good movie. It's, yeah, all yeah. time, one of the best, for sure. Yeah. But... Right. I, you know, and are you ready f- to get mad at me for this? I've never seen it. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I swear to God, I, I didn't. I'm wow. telling you, it's hard you, to get Unreal. me to sit down and watch. <laughs> Unreal. I can't watch Disney. You're off the podcast. I, I probably That's deserve fair. that. That's fair. I mean, I, I don't get into Disney. I don't blame you for not seeing it though, just because I grew up with it in my childhood. You know, right? In my like, I was like eight or nine years old when I first saw it, like yeah, on the Disney true. Channel. And I oh, just yeah. remember, it was just so good. Especially when, what's his name? What was the cat's name? Started with a B. Was it? Zachary Binks. Binks. Yeah. It always tripped me out when he gets run over by that bus. I oh, get yeah. so sad. And he dies. I got so, so sad. And then so he doesn't die. Disney. Disney. Yeah. He doesn't. Death. Yeah. No, he comes back to well, life. And the crazy thing is when, so like on the last podcast, we were talking about the paranormal shit. Mm-hmm. My mom ran over one of my kittens at that house. Big shocker, right? <laughs> yeah. And I remember seeing the cat. And in the center of the cat was a big flat spot. And I remember that from my childhood. So when I saw it on um, Hocus Pocus, the same thing. Like the tire mark went dead center through the cat's belly and just left a flat mark. And the cat... This is Disney? Yeah. Okay. And you see it and you're like, oh my God, the cat. And like the little girl gets all sad. I cried. I I did too. I got hella butt hurt. I cried the first time. And then then he comes back. But he like reinflates himself. He's like... But in the in <laughs> the crazy. end, it's so sad. He literally makes that noise. He does too. Yeah. But in the end, it's again, it's a happy ending. I love happy endings. Me too. Like I said, then he just gets different free. kinds of yeah. happy endings. Because the witches, or yeah. Yeah. When, yeah, when the witches die, his soul, you know, so he's act- the cat is actually dead, and they're sad, you know, he can't die. But because the witches are dead, his soul is freed from the fucking cat, so he gets to go with and his little sister. Remember when the witches, um, they like put that curse on him and they put his, his spirit in the cat, mm-hmm. and then the cat's over there trying to, remember when he's over there trying to rub up on his dad? <laughs> he's like, get away from me, you beast. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's a little cat. I always used to crack up at that because he's like, get away from me, you beast. I always think of the song. But. I like the when they do the song in their little hands. Oh, yeah. Just, yeah, I liked Practical Magic. Oh, that's a good one too. It's not Disney. That's not but Disney, but that's a good movie. I don't know if that. Yeah, way to be a part of the podcast. <laughs> I don't know. I'm so sorry, <laughs> Legit, guys. Though, that's a good movie too. No, I mean we can vein off. We can start Tangible. talking about the weird shit going on on Pet Disneyland and all that. Oh, we can definitely. I just yeah. want to make sure that Jesse. I mean, um, were you, uh, it was your impressionable years, all right. I mean, how how do you view a Disney movie that you watched as a kid? Is it, does it have the same impact now as an adult that it was when you were a kid? Or is it just like, eh, okay. It's, it's different. Um, just because, like, being as an adult, you definitely notice more stuff in Disney movies than you did as a kid. Like, for example, nowadays they're putting adult humor into kids' movies, you know, yeah. where the kids don't really recognize it, but the adults do, which is kind of right. cool in a way, but... Because they're not doing like the same level of 
cartoon movies that they used to, though. You know what I mean? Right. Well, mm-hmm. and, like, the stories, too. Like, Lilo and Stitch. Like, that's such a good storyline. Like, they have no parents, and the older sister is raising her younger sister, you know? like. Mm-hmm. Just... Did you know the... the? Sorry, I didn't mean to cut no, you off. No, you're good. The voice of Lilo is actually the same voice or um, actor in The Grudge. No, I did not Isn't know that. Isn't that The one that does the... Uh, I've never seen The Grudge. I think so, yeah. I, I was reading something. Oh, and the grudge will fuck you up. Never You've seen never seen it. that? Uh-uh. Oh man, yeah, that's a, the first one. It'll make you scared of your TV. Yeah, we had to yeah. sleep with every light in the house on. No bullshit. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know how old was I to see Carrie the Two. I was like 39 when I watched it. Because <laughs> I remember watching it over at my friend's house when I was, you know, 15 or 16, and it was all. Thank right. you. It was all. <laughs> <laughs> I was 39 when I first watched. It. I was 15 or 16. <laughs> yeah, and fuck uh, me. <laughs> and yeah. It was all rainy and gloomy out, and it just, it, it was almost scarier just because of the atmosphere outside, you right. know, super rainy and dark, and it, it's a pretty scary movie. But, yeah, fun I, fact, same voice as Lilo on, on Lilo and Stitch. One what's weird about that, too, this connection is, like, there'll be movies, the animation, like, they said that Disney, in order to save money when they were making these movies, would do the same animation. Like, if there's a dance scene it, uh, with Cinderella and Prince... Is oh. there a prince in Cinderella? Oh. What's his name? I don't fucking know his name. Charming. Is that it? <laughs> no, not Cinderella. That, that's in Sleeping Beauty, in, isn't it? No, that's in Shrek. Yeah. Prince Charming oh. is in so Shrek. So sorry. I, I mean, all of, the prince, all of the princes are supposed to be charming, but uh, I keep wanting to say Eric, but that's Little Mermaid. Yeah, it, it does. Either way, the prince in... I think Prince Charming might still be Cinderella. I'm, okay. I'm going to have to Google that. Yeah. But I anyway... And then you can see in movies they have the exact same animation motion. Like the animated motions are like the same. Like they're literally taking... Like there was one... Like there's one from the Jungle Book and another one from a different Disney movie. And it's the, they showed them side by side. And it's the exact same animation. It's like, pinch some fucking pennies here. No shit. No. Why, Disney? You're the richest conglomerate in the world. But right? they do that. Also, before I continue, it is Prince Charming and Cinderella. Thank it doesn't you. have a name. It's just Charming. And then... <coughs> Secondly, they do that same thing though. Like, uh, if you look at it, Winnie the Pooh and uh, the Jungle Book, uh, Christopher Robin and Mowgli. Oh, that's the scene through when they're. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's the exact yeah, same exact thing. Exact same thing. You know, it's like, oh my god, you didn't even recognize that until Dude, you're, you're older Disney, now. Disney, but... you own like half of Mars. Can't you fucking come on? Open up the pocketbook a little bit. Loosen the strings. I mean. Well, I guess... Well, I mean, regardless, I still never noticed that shit when I was a little kid, you know? No, but then as we become adults, we decide we want to pick shit apart. Well, and then the thing with Disney, too, is sometimes they dump so much money into the production of making the movie, and once it hits the box office and does terrible, uh, a lot of the times they renege on certain things. So, you know, like you might perceive Disney to be loaded and just making it rain with their, their shit, but sometimes they put in so much into production... That, like I said, once it hits box office, they lose shit tons of money. Yeah, but they have the money to lose. Well, my, like, my opinion is... Like with Sleeping Beauty, they, they put it out, and it did so bad in the box office that they went 30 years without doing another princess movie because it just did so bad that they were like, we can't take a gamble like that. Like, princess movies are not in the best mm. future for Disney. So just something to, you know, think about because I thought that too. I'm like, well, they got so much money. Why do you... Yeah, but I can't get on board with saying that because they fired Gina Carano so fuck them yeah well I mean only because of a view uh, anyway I'm not gonna get into that they fired Gina Carano those sons of bitches <laughs> <laughs> but I uh, I don't know 
I just I, I I've tried. I mean the, the the Disney I guess the Disney sagas that I like the best are Pirates of the Caribbean. I mean, who who doesn't love Johnny Depp as Captain Jack Sparrow? Yeah, some of you the know greatest I mean? movies ever. Yeah, they're those movies that you could just watch over and over and over again. But you have heard of me. Right. I love him. <laughs> oh yeah. And then and now they're gonna are they gonna carry him on without him since they fired him? From Pirates of the Caribbean, that's smart. That's I mean, nobody be so can do. Weird nobody can that. do. Yeah, nobody, nobody can do John or can do Captain Jack Sparrow like Johnny. Yeah, Depp. in my it's opinion, just, Johnny Depp is one of the best actors to walk the face of the earth. Oh, he is. He can play Hands any down. character. He is. He you chooses know? the weirdest fucking character, yeah. and it's awesome. Uh-huh. I love it. He's I mean, fucking amazing. Because yeah, what is. was his first? Was it what Crybaby? His very first film, uh-huh. believe it or not, his I can tell you this, oh. 1984's Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, that's right. That yeah. was his, he played Glenn, mm-hmm. who got like killed by Freddy in his bedroom. You showed me that on Halloween. Yes, I did. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> I did the call. Yeah, nice. I thought Cry, yeah, Cry Baby was a little bit later. That's one of his first starring roles, because he started in a uh, series called 21 Jump Street, too. Yeah, because if you think about it, he's played the Edward Scissorhands. Yeah. Alice in Wonderland, Fear and Loathing. Yeah, he... I mean, Dude, Jack Sparrow, Captain Jack Sparrow, Captain Jack Sparrow. But um, yeah, he I, Johnny Depp's he's you do, iconic, man. You do have to give it to Disney; they did outstanding. Oh, I'm not dissing Dis- Disney right. as a whole. On what? I mean, on the Pirates of the Caribbean, oh, yeah. every single one of them is good. Yeah, not every single one of them. To well, be honest, I mean, you know, I mean, like they entertained me enough. Yeah, to be for sure. I'll agree with that. But yeah. always. And it's just a thing with me. I don't know if it's just me, but always the first ones are always the best. Oh, and then hands I, feel, down. I feel like, you know, as it goes. With it an exception of... to one thing. Don't say don't fast in the furious. No, 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 no. It's because it's Disney, even though Disney didn't own them at the time. Don't say fast Stop. in the furious. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it's, really I was going into. I'm kidding. What's up? <sighs> anyway, so Dominic Toretto and Fast and Furious. Actually, though, the, the one exception, even though Disney didn't own Star Wars at the time, Empire Strikes Back might be the single greatest Star Wars movie of all time. It's the greatest of all time! Yeah. But, I mean, literally, because Star Wars was huge in 77, but Empire Strikes Back in 1980, it, it took that to a level that, at the time, no other series of movies did. And, I, mean, I I'm guarantee you, every time you mention Star Wars, those listeners out there are like, oh, man. Their little lightsabers yep. are boing. Don't forget to check out the email on the Facebook. Come on, give us some <laughs> feedback. Because, you know, their little lightsabers, they're getting into it. <laughs> 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 That's I good. To do that, yeah, it was really good. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> I, we used to really get into Star Wars. Man. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, it's still, it's, I, I, I won't, let me just put it this way. The Disney versions... I, I'll retract some of it. I don't hate it because it has to close out a saga from my childhood. Right. But at the same time, I don't like it. <laughs> you know, I see what you're doing there, and I don't well, like, like it. it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you were going to get to some shit, though, like Disneyland. What was... Because, uh, man, there is some fucked up shit with Disneyland, you guys. There is. Shit. Yeah. I mean, um, like, for me... Well, the, 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 I'm sorry. I'll no, just, go ahead. I'll kick you off if that's yeah. cool. Like, yeah, I'll hell yeah. kick it off for yeah. you. The one that I had the hardest time, even though they ended up making a movie out of the, called The Haunted Mansion, I think, with Eddie Murphy. I think. Don't quote me on that. Is yeah. that Disney? Yeah, that's okay. Disney. Mm-hmm. But people spread dead people's ashes in there, and that was fucking trippy. Right. Did yep. you know that? Like Wait. at Disneyland, people in Disneyland, in the Haunted Mansion, now they do it all over the park. 
But the haunted mansion seems to be the one they do it the most. People will take ashes of their deceased loved ones and literally spread them at Disneyland. And yeah. the haunted mansion seems to attract the most ashes. Why yeah. are they allowed to, though? They're not. They're not. They just like, do it? Well, yeah, because a lot of people think that what what better place to put my mom or dad's or sister's whatever's ashes than the magical world of Disney. Well, and they don't Where have everybody people, comes. People who yeah. works for Disney, they'll be dressed like you and me. They'll You'll think they're just people enjoying the fun park, but they're out there watching and monitoring closely i mean they're they, they take shifts to watch people because it's that big of a deal they spread ashes yeah it's like a ongoing issue it's a huge issue at, mm-hmm. at disney world and disneyland because i guess whenever like a manager radios in a code v it's for vomit whenever they do a code u it's somebody pissed somewhere right but You're they right. have a, a code and they call it a a HEPA cleanup, I guess, like a code HEPA or something. Right. And that means grab a vacuum because somebody once dumped again ashes. has dumped ashes. Yeah, but see, but that's so sad because why would you do that? When you know you're going to, I don't know, they're going to clean it up, obviously, so that dead person's just going to be in a vacuum. Well, if you think about it, though, somebody dumps ashes all over an amusement park, you're only going to get like 5%. Yeah. The thing is, you, you, you keep a promise to a loved one regardless. Even if you know that the majority of it's going to get sucked up and wasted into a vacuum, yeah. you're keeping a promise. And in a sense, I guess it's spreading essence of that person who once lived and loved Disney, I guess. Well, yeah, I was reading something one lady. It's fulfilling a promise. Yeah. One lady had said that. She said that they would go to Disneyland every other year or something like that. And her mom would always get super excited on this one particular ride. And she just remembers... Hearing how her mom would laugh and just enjoy it. Right. So she took a little, She, I guess she like smuggled in a little pill bottle full of her mom's ashes. Sure. And as soon as she got to the spot where she knew her mom really enjoyed. On the ride. She just started making, just I mean, flying in her. Imagine having an ice cream cone going, shit. Oh, God. <laughs> is that sprinkles? Yeah. The fuck is that? No. Yeah. So I it's, mean, that's, it's crazy. I mean, that's sweet and stuff, you know, and that's understandable, but I just, I couldn't, uh, I love Disney, but I don't love, I don't love Disney land like that you know i don't think that would bug me though even if i knew people's ashes were because i've done the same thing now god not at disneyland but we were at the back of the cruise ship and i had some of my mom's ashes and Mm -hmm. it was at the very back and we all you know even man and then we did it at half moon key on the island too because i promised my mom because when she was alive we we had planned our first cruise when my mother was alive she goes matt do me a favor man make a promise you'll drink a corona for me and raise it raise it to me and she died just a few months later and then we went on our cruise about, what, like two years later. We had it way planned in advance. And we went on it, and we held our Coronas high. And even Mandy's dad grabbed some of her ashes and was throwing it all over Half Moon Key and shit. So That's cool. Yeah, so I kept a promise. It, I think it's it's fulfilling a promise or at least doing something you know they would have loved in life. Yeah. So I, I can understand. That's like, all that matters. And like Mandy was saying the same thing. She goes, that wouldn't bug me because, you know, it, it is the ashes, and it's very... It very there's some shit in ashes that's not good for you. Right. Well, yeah. And it's like you said, the haunted, the haunted what mansion. Is it, mansion? Yeah. I guess um, one of the custodians actually said that there's probably so much human ashes in that that it's not even funny. I guess that's like the pr- right. primary point that people enjoy putting the ashes. Well, and then some people say it's probably really haunted with the essence of people's spirits that are tied Just to their ashes floating around. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like I was reading, I guess people have put it in flower beds, bushes. Mm-hmm. I mean, all over the lawns, outside the park gates, during firework displays. It wouldn't bug me, though. On the Pirates of the Caribbean and in the moat, underneath the flying elephants, like, just everywhere. So you can yeah. expect for, you know, ashes to be <laughs> everywhere. And Disney actually gets upset about it because it kind of, um, 
for this whole reason that we're talking about. It kind of makes it's people, against their theme. Yeah, it's it's kind of odd and kind of eerie, and for some people, it might just be discomforting. You know, right. so Disney's like it really ticks them off when that. Oh happens. yeah, because they want to be dubbed as the happiest place on earth. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and they, so I mean, yeah, they really work on it. Because did you have you heard about like the smellitizers that they have? Yeah, the vanilla. Well, they have got you the seen the one with the vanilla scent. Go mm-hmm. ahead, you go ahead. No, first. I mean you can go. No, I was just going to say real quick. Yeah, but they do a vanilla scent because vanilla, the scent of vanilla is supposed to make, it it gives people an appetite for hunger. Mm -hmm. And then you start spending like $5,000 on two hamburgers. You know what I mean? They encourage people to basically indulge on Mm -hmm. the Disney food because I guess they have smellitizers that are, they're like um, installed in the outsides of the buildings Mm -hmm. and they look real, you know, low key. They're just like, looks like little vents, Mm -hmm. but they're actually created to, you know, um, expel that scent of popcorn and yeah. turkey legs that they have and yeah and like i said in vanilla scent although it's pleasant to smell mm-hmm. it also there's something in vanilla the scent that makes you hungry right well and i guess people that have actually been out there too say that certain points of the park are more pungent than others so i guess like the main attractions they tend to utilize their smellitizers a little more i'm not gonna lie to you it smells like pure gasoline <laughs> Never been to Disneyland or Disney World. I've been to Disneyland. Have you? I my parents told me I went when I was like three. Oh, so we uh, went when I was. Thanks for that. I I remember everything, you guys. (laughs) We went in '05 and we took our kids and I went on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride more than once because we it was awesome Mm -hmm. and I I wish I would have known then what I know now that I don't know if it was in '05 that they did it but there's supposed to still be a real human skull in Pirates of the Caribbean to say that yeah there's actual skeletons that were used real people skeletons and there's allegedly a skull still still there yep yeah I saw that too it was such a great ride I guess I guess they used to use a lot of so I don't know how that's legal or how they got away with it or how they did it. They said that they probably had some deal with UCLA because UCLA is one of the biggest medical centers in the United States of America. Yeah, but that has to be some kind of a major... There'd be a legality to it? Yeah. Evidently, I mean, if they have the rights to these human skeletal remains, if UCLA has the rights, they could probably just give the rights to Disney. Disney can do what the fuck they want. Well, it's just a little contradictory <laughs> when, when they're upset that people are dumping human ashes all over their land, right. but they're like, let's put some real skeletons in the Pirates of the Caribbean, right? <laughs> That's but, true. But, you like, know? but you know what, though? Here's their thought. We're Disney. Fuck and we you. will do what we want. <laughs> right. All right. And they'll do it. And don't feel bad if there's some of the things about Disneyland you didn't know, because I guarantee you, if we were to drill you on Disney movies, you'd get like 110%. Oh, so don't feel bad. Yeah. yeah. She's like, oh, no doubt. Yeah, you can quiz me on any Disney movie. It's not about Disneyland. No, it's okay. It's okay. I just, I found it weird. And then, um, did you hear, we'll get back on Disneyland, but did you hear the conspiracy theory behind the code in each Disney movie? Because you can find like A113 in so many different Disney movies and people think it's tied to the Illuminati. Did you hear that? Well, I read something about them also being under the... You'll see it in a lot of, almost almost all the movies. Go ahead. Uh, I just was going to say... a lot of people, I guess, are under the impression... Well, not under the impression. A lot of people believed that uh, Walt Disney was somewhat of a Nazi, too. Right. Which is one of those things where it's just um, people kind of digging for negative yeah. types of things. So uh, th- that's one of those conspiracies where people are digging way too deep. Some so, of them are way out there. Yeah, so I'm not um, saying this to bash on Disney for that, because that's just, that's just right. like, far-fetched, but... Something about you know him being affiliated with the Nazi society and no, they he was an FBI informant. And that, that was the other thing. <laughs> How and, and, fucking weird yeah, is that? Yeah, no, that's the other thing. A lot of people were 
under the impression that he was with the FBI too, which is like, why would an FBI agent be? Well, an informant though. He's just but an why? informant. Why? Well, because why he correlate? was able to film within the bureau, film some things within the bureau. That's what he got. That was his payback. So it was like a little inside job, more so, or less, to get to gain incentive to film something within the bureau. Go ahead. But it says here that the Pixar co-founder, so it's from Pixar, that is now Disney, but. <clears throat> The A113 is the number of the animation classroom in the California Institute of Arts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh no, I, I don't believe it's tied with the Illuminati, but yeah. people believe it. That's okay, just gotcha, more of that, gotcha. You know what I mean? I had to, right. I had to look into that. I was just kind of curious. I mean, latest it, report was Disney bought the Illuminati? <laughs> I'm just right. kidding. I mean, did, you, did you hear at all about like the... The underground tunnels that yeah yeah this is trippy I heard about that go ahead though this is I mean it makes sense though as to why oh yeah but um no I just you read... need to go to Disneyland yeah I'd like to go I'd be kick ass I mean you but... guys can take me if you want hell yeah deal let's do it deal but um no I guess there's just a lot of underground tunnels so that like they they call them the cast members right the people who walk around as Mickey and Goofy and all that and. Right. I guess they just have a whole underground facility underneath the entire establishment. Mm -hmm. So they said that you're basically on the second floor, if you really put it into perspective. I know, because that's ground level. The underground tunnels are actually ground level. You're Mm -hmm. on the second floor. Yeah. And it's like for, you know, cast members to get around without looking like they're trying to get to a different location for Mm -hmm. their next gig or whatever. Right. Which I understand. Yeah. I mean, that's... Well, and I guess the only way that the cast members actually know where the hell they're even at is because the walls are color-coded. In different colors. Right. Um, but, so people don't get lost because it's so big down there, you know? But they also use those tunnels to take care of the trash. Yeah, is it, now, the trash cans, like, does it go down? I guess so. Um, I guess it's just a feature, they have trash pipes. Yeah, I, I saw like, something about They're that. like little chutes, and I guess they're installed in the ceilings of the tunnels, and I guess it's just to transport trash from one end to another dude walt was a beast wasn't he oh dude he he thought of everything i mean you got to give the dude mad props. he no i do and, and see when i was talking about the fbi informant they from what i understand that's not even rumor he actually was an fbi informant really uh with other celebrities and whatnot like watching uh the wrongdoings i guess of maybe other celebrities and shit see I, he was an informant he like i said he didn't he wasn't an actual agent but in and in return he had access to certain things as far as filming like i said inside the areas that no one else could get you know hmm. i mean he would have been really good in today's society with movies too he was timeless yeah i really think he was timeless. He really yeah he had a great mind and it's like i don't know if you knew this a lot of the movies that are based on uh parentless children is because of a real life experience of his mother dying really and that's why he started writing some of the stories that had death with the parents of the main characters in Disney because he had bought his mother a house. I want to say like 1938 or some shit. And he bought his mother a house because she died in 38, I think. And um, he bought her a house and then he was supposed to fix the furnace in it and it malfunctioned. And I guess the carbon monoxide killed her. Hmm. And ever since then, he has started writing his stories about, you know, parentless, parentless uh, characters in the, Hmm. And that's well, why that you get a lot sense. of those in the in like yeah like when Bambi loses her, her his mother was it his mother Bambi loses his mother Bambi's a yeah, yeah, guy yeah, yeah. right yeah I mean I know that that gender thing is a big deal now I just don't want to oh, yeah maybe not classify it as a male and right just, I'm sorry Bambi had male 
deer features genitalia that maybe said he was a dude? That that'll probably work. The dude deer. The yeah. dude deer. Do <laughs> you know what? It's a girl. Bambi's a girl. All right. Well, I, I wouldn't want to be a guy with the name Bambi, so that does make sense. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was a girl. <laughs> although didn't no? No, no, no. Bambi is a girl's name and like in Italian, it means baby girl, but it says, although Disney's cute deer was, in fact, a male. So, he was confused. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, moving on. All right. But, did you know, though, like, we were talking about earlier about how, like, some of the, like, Winnie the Pooh and the Jungle Book, how they have some of, like, the same scenes and stuff. Right. There are some movies with other parts of other movies in them like easter eggs you know yeah. yeah so like moana has flounder in it and olaf or right you know you know well, and, I and pinocchio too mickey mouse has a cameo in it that mm-hmm. is really hard to really it's super hard to i'm a real boy <laughs> just in <laughs> just in different ones it's kind of cool to see too it always makes me laugh when i think of mickey mouse because i think of that south park episode where he's like super abusive <laughs> It's so fucked up. What about the urban legends that surround Disneyland? Like like, like legit urban legends of hauntings that people they showed this one of what it, they called him the uh, Jesus he's like the one way man. Have you heard of that? Mm-mm. He's called the one way man, a ghost, and he's inside. I guess it's called Space Mountain anyway of Disneyland, and they say that this red faced, red haired person. Guy will sit next Take to someone. I know. No, I didn't easy. I'm not attacking the gingers. You guys are a dying breed. Just not quick enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Go, go on. All right. Fair enough. But anyway, and then he only he'll get on next, but he never finishes the ride. He's, he he disappears before the ride's over. And there's been a lot of reports about that. Like there, you know, there's a lot of different ones. You know, there's been like I mean like there's hauntings like there's. Uh, I don't remember which ride it is, but you can see little a uh, haunting of little children. Mm-hmm. It, I think it's in, I think it's the haunted mansion, and I think that there's like the, the one guy captured this image of a little boy, who's he's kind of turning back and looking at the camera, but there was no one in that seat. That's you know, pretty weird. Yeah, they, I saw that too. There's supposed to be some actual, if you believe that, there's supposed to be some actual hauntings around some of those rides. Mm. Like like there's a man that had a heart attack too that died, and they think that he's. Also haunting the haunted mansion or some shit like that. Right. I don't know. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it, it's pretty fascinating, but it's kind of weird that someone would haunt the haunted mansion. It's like, well, you're not false advertising. I mean, right. <laughs> but you picked the right place, <laughs> right? You got people's fucking ashes over here, and then you got a ghost over here. Right. I'm sick. just here to learn, people. <laughs> Proceed. Right. Yeah, that's funny. What else you got on the whole Disneyland, though? I mean, um. And then, I mean, if you're, I was going to ask you too, though. I mean, you've, I mean, so you, you haven't been to Disneyland, but do you like, do you want to go? I mean, it's, I don't know if, I mean, it would have been better as a kid. I mean, kid. I used to. I right. don't really care for it so much anymore, to be honest. Because, I mean, you don't want to stand in line for two hours on one yeah, fucking I line. Mean, yeah. I mean, I've been to amusement park, you know, I think I'm cool enough for that, but I just, I don't. I don't really like Disney's name necessarily. Right, I just no, love I know. all of the Disney movies, you know, right. all of the parts that make my childhood and even now as an adult it's just No, and I would com- I would encourage that absolutely. I mean 
like Ash and I said, we're not necessarily dogging Disney by any means. Oh, yeah, no, I know. We're just trying to look at it from both ends of the spectrum. Yeah, no, for sure. sure. They just, um, they make great movies. What is, I'm going to need to know this too, what are your guys' favorite Disney movies? Do you have one besides Star Wars? No, none of the Star Wars movies are my favorite Disney movies because I think that they suck those up you go ahead i gotta think on this one <laughs> well no i i like i said bug's life was always oh bug's life was just your favorite yeah i mean i had a couple more i mean a lot more to be completely honest does but, it have to be um, animated fuck no is it disney Airbud to me was always kick-ass because eight below is my favorite all right paul walker of well, course all right so paul but walker. i also like go way back though <laughs> or the black hole which sounds so terrible that sounds bad. I like the black hole. <laughs> what was that? It is... I'll, see if that's Disney, will you please? please? That is actually what I'm checking right Because I know Holes was, and that was a pretty good movie. Holes no, is awesome. No, The Black Hole is an old movie about... It should be. I the, think, the space exploration I think of actual black holes, and at the very end they go down it. And they had this awesome droid in their name, Vincent, who fought this big red robot named Maximilian, and it was pretty sweet. I, Hell yeah. I, I don't know if it's Disney, though. It, it is. Sounds like is it? It is. I yeah. thought so. Such a good movie for its time. So, uh, The Black Hole probably is my favorite, but then Eight Below because animal movies just. Dude, oh, that one have you a... seen Eight Below? Oh yeah, it's so times. my god when they go back for the. I'm just... And then plus it's no, got it Moon Blood me. good yeah, in it. This pissed me off. And she's hit. Hit. Yeah, no, I really enjoyed them. Oh no, I didn't like it. The black no? or the one with Paul Walker with the dogs. You didn't like it. No, I too sad. Eight below. Really? Yeah, too sad. I was huh. so pissed when they left the dogs. You're really you're gonna chain them up. Weren't and they? Weren't they? Them? For one, wasn't that a true story? I it might have been based on. A I think it. I think it was. Story. No, it is based on a true story. And they yeah. came back for the dogs like three months later, right? Yeah, but right. three months. And you know how many? There was like at least two of them died. But given the circumstances, they, they sucked. They had no choice. I do not. Yeah. Give, and it killed him. No, it, killed, it was killing I Paul Walker's character. I don't give a fuck. I would have died there. I've been like, nope. You you well, come back for me and my eight dogs. Otherwise, I ain't fucking getting in this plane with you. Unless you take my dogs. No, and, and I, then, I you believe know, you when I you would. say that. Yeah, we, we believe you. I would tell them. <laughs> as much as... Because he, they, they that's the only reason why they didn't send a plane back. He's like, I'm sorry. There's no human there. We're not going to go back for when there's just dogs. You know, so if he were to stay there with the dogs, like he should have, they could have sent another plane back to pick him up and all of the dogs. And plus, he would have been there, and he would have not, you know, like, he could let them off the chains, he could feed them, you know, and they wouldn't have died. Like, he would, even if he would have died. Well, he needs to get his ass out there and find find those fucking dogs. (laughs) I was so upset with this movie. Like, I was just yelling at the TV the whole time. I was like, you're stupid. This is the only Paul Walker movie I do not like. But you'd still marry him. Oh, in a heartbeat. Okay. Even though he abandoned his dogs. I mean, no. So, I mean, I love that's, animals, that's but if divorce, I'm going to freeze to death... That's divorce level right there. Well, I agree, but I, I guess. because The reason I guess is because if it's my ass on the line or my dogs... I'm hey, choosing the dogs. Like Ashton said earlier, we had a good run. Yeah. That's <laughs> fair. I'm getting the fuck out of Dodge. I'm, I would choose my dogs. I don't know. If I had one hot dog and I was like... Ooh, hot dog. That sounds yeah, good. Sounds if good I had dogs. one hot dog and, you know, is down to me on my dog, I would take one bite of that hot dog and I would give... Three quarters of it to my dog. 
you know? You're a better person than me. I just, I, animals, they're, oh, I love animals. they're so loyal and they're just, their love is just so unconditional and this, I don't know, they just, I, I have the, it just hurts my heart. I don't know how else to explain it, but huh? I have the deepest, deepest, deepest oh, love I know for you animals. Do. So I'm assuming you've probably never seen Hachi then, right? <sighs> no, and I do not want to. If yeah, that there's very few movies I'll tear up on that movie. I cried on I cried uh, on my dog Skip. Marley like, and Me. Um, never watched it. I watched like the beginning. I just I can't watch movies like that because I will cry. Because mm-hmm. I, I you've obviously you're obviously familiar with the storyline then, huh? Of Hachi? Mm-hmm. No. Well, I know he dies. Well, like it just grows old. Is it Disney too? I don't think so. I was say because of course he dies. I I was um trying to find it and i couldn't find it but it was an old japanese tale i believe oh, yeah it's probably not disney then um it was just about you know this super loyal dog that this guy i think he don't quote me on this people but i think he found him just a stray dog and then he brought it home and i think his wife was kind of like you know we don't need a dog blah, blah blah he ended up really loving the dog yeah so that dog every time he would um get on the bus to go to work, the dog would sit there every day at the bus station. Or Well, he wouldn't sit there all day. Mm-hmm. He, he, I think or he might have, I don't know, but he would come back every day to that same spot and wait for his owner. God, that's depressing. And Richard Gere that's was in it. That's based on a real fucking story. It is. Though, because I heard of a real story of something happening like that. Mm-hmm. It, 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 like I said, I think it was an old Japanese tale. Right, because this happened in Japan. Mm-hmm. I think it was in Tokyo. I, I believe so, Like yeah. an old train station? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a based on a real story. Yeah, this really yeah. happened. Yeah, okay. that, that's what makes it so much more sad. And every day for the rest of that dog's life after the owner passed away, that dog waited there every that's single day. See, and that just day. makes me cry. Like, I want to cry and right now. the <laughs> saddest part is, uh, what, what was the guy's name from Seinfeld? The chubbier dude? Super funny. Oh, yeah. I, I just remember him in Pretty Woman. Stucky. Oh. I don't remember his real name, though. Either way. With the glasses, right? Yeah. yeah. He was in the movie, and um, he goes up to the dog, and he... This is this is the part that really gets you, because he goes up to the dog waiting there, and the, they make the dog look older mm-hmm. to, for the, you know, obviously sure. the dramatic effect. And he goes up to the dog, and he says, hey, your owner's not coming home. It's time to go chase a bird. Or he says something, you know, like inspirational words to the dog. <clears throat> and the dog just continued to go to that bus stop every day. And I guess they ended up making a statue for him, I think, out in Yeah, J- that's Japan. what I'm saying. Yeah. We just, we don't deserve these amazing creatures. Like, no, we, I agree We don't that. deserve them. Yeah. And it makes me so mad. Like, I wish, I wish I could have a job where, like, I don't know, like, for, like, I would just go around and just collecting all of these abused and abandoned dogs. And I just wish I was rich and had a mansion and I could just fit all of these abandoned, abused dogs and just give them love and treats and kindness every single day. You know, I just... I just, right. It makes me sad to know that they're all out there. And the only thing I think, of, and I love animals. I don't think I love animals on the level you love animals. Oh. I do love animals though more than people. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. But when you say you'd take all these abused animals and shit, and all I see is just endless piles of dog shit in the yeah, backyard. That's why I'm gonna be rich and have <laughs> yeah. a mansion and pay the pooper scoopers. You know. If you like, paid me well, I'd collect your shit. Fifty bucks an hour. Oh, yeah, I'm collecting dog shit all day long. I'll eat dog shit for 50 bucks. I was thinking of that, that, that part. I was trying to think of that part with Will Ferrell. He's like, I'll eat the shit. I'll eat the shit. All right, let's get this man a steak over here. You don't have to eat, keep eating it. Oh, no, I'll eat the shit. Oh, I was thinking of stepbrothers when the kids... Oh, when the, the kids, dog shit, yeah. The, like, You'll the, eat the poop. Yeah. I got a belly full of white dog shit, and you're laying this shit on me? Oh, that's funny. No, Jesse's right, though. I mean animals and i think disney captures 
animals in in the right light though mm-hmm. um credit to where credit is due with disney they've, they've captured like movie based animal based movies to a t in in a lot of things they really have like i mean so i'll give them that i just um disney is i'm so up and down with disney because and we don't get into politics but disney has allowed themselves to become far too political, just like every fucking thing else. Mm-hmm. And I just wish we had an escape from something from politics, because well, I don't give a shit about people's views. That's why we created this podcast. That's right. That's one of our reasons, at least. Biatches. I think we're all sick of hearing about politics. So if you don't want to hear about politics, stay tuned, motherfucker. motherfucker. <laughs> 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 Anyway, yeah, we we did trail off on that one, but um, a little bit. Sorry about that. No, 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 no. Love no. for animals gotten. I think animals. Disney loves animals like you do. You know what I mean? I, I truly do. I well, just... and it says here Disney has won a as of twenty twenty, Disney has won a total of one hundred and twenty seven Academy Awards, but the impressive number is that of these thirty two were won by Walt Disney personally. Right. This is far beyond the record, and Walt Disney is in the Guinness Book of World Records. That's what I'm That's saying. Awesome. And he deserves it, because, I mean, some of his stories... They're phenomenal. That's yeah. why I think he would be great in today's... I think Hollywood, Hollyweird, I should say, because right. fuck Hollywood. Hollywood! <laughs> but I honestly think they need Walt Disney. I think they need a Walt Disney, because... You know, I think in this day and time, though... He wouldn't be able to get away with half the shit that he did back in the day. It just depends. I mean, how they influential. Would it just depends because Disney is so influential on a level that nothing else is. Nothing else is. But I think in that era, people were more pure mm-hmm. than they are now. Right. Because people's imagine morals. The and- imagine the technology today, if Walt Disney was alive today, that he could have used for these movies. Maybe it could have been better than anything else anybody's doing right now. But everything happens for a reason. And, like, sure. these movies are just... I love them just the way they are. Like, I don't know. Oh, they yeah, really, I, I think... They he, wouldn't be what they are if they weren't made yeah, the way they are, I you agree, because he captured that real... That, that, yeah. That authenticity back mm-hmm. in those days. And it was so... He was so ahead of his time. Oh, yeah. He came along at the right time in that sense because and, it was a dawn of a new age. And he pulled it off with old school text techniques. He mm-hmm. didn't have all the, the digitals and the cheat sheets and... I mean, he pulled it off with pretty much nothing, you know. Mm-hmm. So, well, no, I, would I do say, agree, though, in a, in a in a sense that he could have been a little more. Um, I don't know how to really put it, but in our era, he could have done probably a little better. Maybe I don't. I don't know. I kind of agree with you on that. It's just because, like movie makers now in Hollywood and all that, they they the originality is dead. I mean, there's no original. You're, all you're seeing anymore is reboots. Mm-hmm. They're taking video games and making, making them into movies, movies and mm-hmm. television series and whatnot. And there's just no. I mean, where is the creative storytelling? I mean, it's just you don't see it anymore. Like I said, reboots. Uh, re, uh, like I said, video games and shit. And then like, okay, well then let's try to hold on to this and make a ser- a sequel to something that was around ten years ago. Like, look at the latest Bad Boys. It sucked shit. Bad was it Bad Boys Ride or Die? I don't remember Bad Boys for Life or some yeah, shit bad like boys that. Mm-hmm. It's horrible, and so there's just no level of creativity anymore. I mean, the shit that they're putting out, no one wants to see. And then Disney, give them what was it like 2018? They had the top three uh, highest grossing films of 2018, the top three. Hmm. And then they then they had like the seventh, 
the 11th, the 15th, and the 18th, or some shit like that. Right. But they had the top three. So Disney is still pumping out like massive, uh, massive amount of revenue per per movie. I mean, what what always blows my mind about that too is have you ever imagined like their wardrobe section? Like if you watch Pirates of the Caribbean, if you look oh, at yeah. all of those costumes, all of all of the props, I mean, the facility that they have the wardrobe in must be fucking the size of a galleria. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's got to be. I don't know. I I always think of that, especially when I watch like Pirates. I just think of um, just all the the props and the costumes and all the makeup and just right. all the time and materials. And you ever notice if you try to copy any costume from Halloween, like you said you're a witch. So witches witches can come in all appearances, so you probably kicked ass at it. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> right. But you ever notice that you try to copy a costume <clears throat> with your own level of creativity, with your own wardrobe, and you literally looked like the fucking generic Walmart brand of what yeah. you were trying to do. Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I know when Lisa hears this, I'm just going to say white ninja thermal underwear. That's all I'm going to say. That's all <laughs> I'm going to say. white ninja. Oh, it was fucking... It was... I, I was a ghetto ninja. If there's such thing as ghetto ninja, I could have made a movie out of this guy. Right. Cowboy boots. Well, they had Beverly Hills Ninja. No, no. This was ghetto <laughs> ninja. And it ghetto. was fucking podunk. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah, yeah, because I've wanted to be Jack Sparrow for Halloween for the, like the last decade. Captain, Captain oh, Jack yeah, Sparrow. Captain Jack Sparrow. I'm Captain Jack Sparrow. And in order to make that costume look legit, you're probably looking at like three, four hundred dollars. Easy. Between the you know the makeup, the braids, the hat, yeah, the boots, mm-hmm. the I mean all the accessories, all the rings that he wears. Yeah. I um, do. You just buy these clip-on. Like I was a wizard for Halloween. You didn't, I saw the picture. Yeah, yes. okay. Anyway, and it was just basically one of those little clip-on beards. Looked fake as fuck. I mean, but the robe, dude, it yeah, is it legit. Did look good. <laughs> yeah, the it robe was cool. legit. I'm gonna be a Jedi yeah. next time. <laughs> next time. What am I eight? But anyway, I'll, I'll be a Disney Jedi though, so I'll be really tender towards yeah. everyone. The last time I dressed up, I was Ron Burgundy. <laughs> and I'm Ron Burgundy. I'm Ron Burgundy. Yeah. Go fuck yourself, San Diego. I love when they're arguing too. Attention! I have a very, very important message. (laughs) Cannonball! Yeah. I I I don't know how to put this. I'm kind of a big deal. (laughs) Yeah, no, I just got a like a burgundy like coat from the thrift store. Oh yeah, shitty wig. You're a real hooker, (laughs) and I'm gonna slap you in public. That's so funny, but yeah, yeah. you're rocking burgundy, huh? Mm -hmm. That's cool. I just I just remember that like and I never did Disney but I would have loved to have been Jack Sparrow. Me too. But who's got that kind of coin to drop? I mean, because you ever see these online costumes like for thirty nine ninety nine you can have this one. The shit's made of felt. It, well, not only so, that, but for thirty nine ninety nine you get like the coat. You don't get the mu- you don't get the beard. You don't get the hat. You don't get the boots. But they they advertise it as if you're gonna right. get it. Yeah. And then you have some dude that obviously had Holly Weird, someone putting it from Hollywood on, decorating it, making, dressing him up. And then when you get the actual thing, you're like, what the fuck? Right. Did I get this? I mm-hmm. mean, literally, it's like toilet paper. Right. See, yeah. but I feel like for girls, like, whenever you're trying to do, like, Disney or anything really for girls during Halloween, you're either seven and a child or... Or you're a so whore. <laughs> which I'm not a whore, guys. Jesse, by the way. And not a whore. Not a whore. So not a whore. I tried to be like Little Red Riding Hood one year for 
uh, Halloween. Of course, I was in high school. So, sure. yeah, I did. I got the slutty version, you know. Fish Excellent. Net, fishnet tights or whatever. Slutty. But uh, because I was, you know, a little conservative and didn't want to be a whore, I put, like, white stockings underneath my fishnet stockings, you know, so mm-hmm. I could kind of be like that. But it's just kind of sex that you have to have, like, one or the other. It's not really kind of It does suck. I couldn't imagine middle. that for women. That would suck. You're either too young or a whore. Right. I prefer the whore. <laughs> I mean, every- but everybody else. Because I remember in high school, that literally was the excuse for the girls to pretty much wear almost nothing. But that's why I was always... And get like, away with it. The one yeah. time of the year, they could look like a right. complete whore and their dad would let them out the door. Right. <laughs> Little do they know, when they're going out with their friends at night, they dress the same fucking way. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'll just be a ghost, put a sheet over it and be fun. You were there earlier... Uh, today before jesse showed up mandy mm-hmm. she's like i want to look like a whore I'm like, yes <laughs> i encourage it i really do but see here's the beauty of this is and i know here we go disney episode but we're i, I encourage self-confidence to a certain point though so like you when you said you were wearing the white underneath it fuck it man and i'm not saying that jesse you need to be a whore that's not what i'm saying but i'm just saying just have the self-confidence, man. I don't give a shit. You don't oh, to... I definitely have the confidence. It's just, you know, I'm, I'm not one of those people who actually want to look like a whore or dress like a whore. Right. It makes me feel uncomfortable, you know? Well, and it's true because when I went out looking for uh, costumes with my girlfriend, she was the same way. She's like, well, I want to dress up, but I don't want to look like a complete skank. Yeah. And that's not what you want to hear. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and and it's true, though, because it's almost like it does during Halloween, me. you're right. Women have one option. You look kind of like a basic childish yeah, costume or a complete suck. skank ready to work the pole. Yeah. Right. And don't, I'm kind of being a hypocrite though, because I'm telling you, fuck it, have the self confidence and dress how you want. But I will not walk around my house, even with just me and Mandy, without a shirt on. Yeah. So I'm sorry. I'm going to be a <laughs> yeah. hypocrite. I won't even walk around without a shirt. Fuck that. I won't do it. So. Fuck what I said. I just find ways, you know, to be a little bit more conservative, I guess. Oh, yeah. No, I understand. But, I mean, I just never... There was nothing Disney-wise I ever really want to dress up as. Because as guys, I think it was different when it came to Disney. I mean, we... I was always... When I was growing up with those impressionable years, I had to be tough, even if I was an actual pussy. You know what I mean? It just... There was not, like, a Disney character I would have wanted to have dressed up as until Sparrow came along. Well, and the thing I was just thinking about with you is that you didn't really grow up in the era where it was easily um, obtainable to get Disney movies and TV um, casting, if that makes sense. Because... Yeah. Because I grew up, and I'm sure you grew up with it too, It's a fancy way of telling me I'm old. Yeah, a little bit, but... um... (laughs) I told you I grew up on the development of VCRs. But like, Jesse, when you grew up, did you not have full-blown access to Disney Channel 24-7? Well, no, because I was poor. Well, but I, I mean, but, I, but the but accessibility, I did, yes, like accessibility, accessibility though, yeah. yes. Yeah, you could go over to a friend's house, yeah, pop in the VHS, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I always had the VHSs, yes, for Disney. But but then as I was growing up, yeah, Disney Channel was always one of my favorites for sure. Yeah. yeah. And, and I, I did I, have that access, yes. I agree. I grew up in poverty too, but surprisingly Same. we did have some cable. <laughs> so We were so poor, we'd take a cassette recorder like a ghetto we called them ghetto blasters nice. yeah that's right hell yeah and i had to borrow my friend's movie the lost boys mm-hmm. which that's an awesome hands movie. down best vampire awesome movie of all time movie. yeah 
They're Soup. only noodles, Michael. But oh anyway, my God, such a good movie. You may have to watch that tonight. Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> but um, but we were support. I would hold the ghetto blaster up to the television speaker because I had to give this videotape back, right? And I would have the audio recorded, and me and my sister Lisa would just fucking memorize that movie that way. Nice. Yeah. That's badass. I'm sorry, Lisa. I just gave away some shit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I just felt like you probably weren't too into it just because it wasn't really that accessible for you there's him i just i'm not trying to say you're old bro but wasn't life black and white back then i mean am i not making a solid point you no. on a serious note you're you're dead on balls accurate yeah so that's the only reason why I feel yeah it. and we were so poor i was making my halloween costumes hence the thermal underwear oh time. yeah yep same here yeah, I, and, but it's cool because it humbles you at a later age. You know what I mean? Growing up poor, um, my mother did the best she could, and she made Christmases magical. And my sister Lisa was more of a Disney person. Yeah. And uh, my mom, we struggled throughout the year, but she made Christmases just an absolute magical time of year because yep. she blew every dime of her bonus on us, man. I got I the G.I. Joe Hovercraft. Nice. I was the shit. I got a Red Rider BB gun. Well, we can talk about that. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you though? That's cool. Yeah. No, I'm shooting birds. Don't lie. Um, I tried, but there was no birds. So, cause you shot them all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was cool though. I used to love Christmas Story as a kid. So. Yeah, that's cool. Um, guys, I'm thinking next week. Um, we'll have a guest on. We'll or try. We'll try. Yeah. Um, yeah. Our very own Jesse has started a new job, so it uh, it you know we'll we'll fluctuate on on the recordings. I mean, basically, it's still going to be on Saturdays, I assume, right? Yes, absolutely. Right. So, but that's cool. So, congratulations to Jesse on her job. Thank you. And um, yeah, we'll we'll try to have Mark on, and he's going to pick the topic. So we're going to be bugging the fuck out of him during the week. Funny yep. guy, you'll love him. Looks just like Brayley, though. Sorry, Mark. <laughs> he does. I look yeah, like he my does. Yeah, he really does. But uh, that's Good all I kid. have for. I'll let you guys jump out i'm out all All right right. well peace out guys thank you so much for listening to us today don't forget to check out our email and our facebook follow up with us on the uh the star wars segment tell us what you think give us some feedback and i i'm sorry i did jump back in and once again quickly thank perry's power sports tan perfection and my boy tony at sugar and ice this concludes our podcast day peace